Welcome to Crypto Lodge, a podcast where we just talk about cryptos. It's a no BS, no shill cryptocurrency podcast that I think you'll enjoy. Sometimes we may express opinions on certain crypto assets that are our own financial opinions, and we are not financial advisors. Now that that's out of the way, I hope you guys... Fantastic. So, well, welcome, everybody. This is, uh, yeah, this is the Crypto Lodge. Uh, so we're with Jesse, and I'm Ken. Um, we'll be your hosts for tonight. It is our first episode, so that's kind of awesome. <laughs> um, I'm looking forward to what uh, the future can hold with Crypto Lodge. I think it'll be, you know, some fun stuff that we can we can discuss. We can do some data mining on different coins and... and I think, uh, Jesse, I think the idea here is to just kind of have a open discussion with uh, viewers and between us, just what's going on in the community. I think an open discussion is kind of integral for everybody to sort of get on board with not just only what's happening, but how to navigate also the crypto community without getting burned. Yeah. Right. So, um, what do we have on the agenda today? I'm trying to share this uh, link on the Telegram. <clears throat> For some reason, it keeps pushing me back to the Atari token Telegram. <laughs> Let me just try reopening it because they, they want the link. Uh, one person wanted to watch. Atari's trying to tell you something, man. Yeah, it's locking me in the Atari t- every time I. <laughs> um, let me see if I can go ahead and find it. I have it. Oh, I got, I got it. I figured it out. Nice. Real crappy uh, MS Paint thumbnail I threw together for us tonight. <laughs> Dude, uh, I fucking love MS Paint. <laughs> That that shit gives me all the fucking childhood memories. <laughs> uh, do you want to throw on the Charles Hoskinson? Yeah, uh, yeah. You so, want me to share so my screen? What happened? He invited. Well, first he invited Elon, and Elon didn't reply, and then he invited uh, Mark yeah. Cuban. So so Elon Musk um, mentioned that they were going to stop. Uh, you know, using Bitcoin, they said environmental reasons, right? I'll even read the the tweet yeah, yeah. itself. Um, Everyone, yeah, yeah. You know, let's kind of go there. Uh, if I share my screen real quick, um, we can see some of this stuff. So it says, Tesla has suspended vehicle purchases using Bitcoin. We are concerned about rapidly increasing use of fossil fuels for Bitcoin mining and transactions especially coal, which has the worst emissions of any fuel. All right. One, that's already like questionable. <laughs> most, yeah, most mining is done with renewable energy and Bitcoin actually incentivizes renewable energy uh, and, and, uh, production. And the fact that, you know, it's like, this is a really ignorant statement of, you know, one, have you done any research as to how they're mining it? And two, it's... Well, if it was so bad for the community or the environment, why would you invest in it in the first place? Right. Right. That's right. that's already questionable right there. So crypto is a good idea on many levels, and we believe it has a promising future, but this cannot come at great cost to the environment. Tesla will not be selling any Bitcoin. Uh, that's now. That doesn't mean in the future, though. Right. And we intend to use it for transactions as soon as mining transitions to more sustainable energy. We are also looking at other cryptocurrencies that use less than 1% of Bitcoin's energy in transaction. So this was hilarious. Um, so uh, we've got, got good projects pumping at least. Yeah, I mean, for sure. But uh, so so uh, Hoskinson, he kind of replies to this kind of saying, you know, hey, let's, uh, you know, why don't you come by the... Colorado or Wyoming farm that he's got, you know, and let's, let's kind of discuss what can be done. And uh, that was kind of really interesting because we have this proposition of, you know, Cardano is, is very 
very green. It's almost like carbon neutral, if you want to say it. When, you know, it, when it, Elon tweeted uh, sustainable blockchain, everyone's first thought was Cardano. That's why yeah. it pumped immediately. Yeah. And it makes perfect sense because Cardano was built from the ground up with that in mind. Um, I, the fact that, you know, you made a good point uh, before we did this podcast, which was Elon is from South Africa. Right. So right. wouldn't he right. want so to he should be that? all over Cardano? Yeah, it would. It logically would make sense. But this is the Internet, right? This is not logic. <laughs> so right. so uh, we get this entire idea from uh, Elon saying we're going to be working with Doge developers to improve system transaction efficiency, potentially <laughs> promising. <laughs> so hilarious. The, I mean, the fact that, you know, I got I my only thought to this is that because Elon has already promoted Doge so hard right. that he's trying to bite down on this on his end. But there's no I mean, I mean, you tell me, man, there's like it's no like every it's like every project's trying to flip their whole script right now. Uh, right. You know, Bitcoin uh, uh, going green. Um, it's like XRP say uh, trying to trying to make Dogecoin a better blockchain. It's like trying to say we're going to make XRP uh, or XMR Monero more transparent. Yeah. You know, yeah. or trying to say we're trying to switch Ethereum, which is proof of work, proof of stake. Like everyone's trying to flip all together. Uh, That's what's called chaos. Yeah, only the projects that didn't adopt proof of stake from the get go, really. Oh my god! And this is this is such a fucking. I mean, excuse my language, but I mean, this is like they had it coming if they weren't seeing it for the long term this way. Especially Ethereum, um, we're 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 on a trend where not only is it sustainable energy is a priority now, but efficiency, you know, yeah. removal of bad actors, low yeah. cost. I mean, more decentralization. You want more people with home computers to be able to. You want more smaller, yeah, smaller nodes. Look, I mean, people love. You know, exchanges like Uniswap. Absolutely. They just want lower gas fees and a failed transaction. That's it. A failed failed transaction. You don't get your coins and you still get cost hundreds of dollars in gas fees and a failed transaction. That's why does the user have to have to pay that uh, pay that cost? Yeah, it's quite literally full. I I hope uh, I hope the majority of the miners agree with EIP one five five nine. Yeah. And that would be very good for uh, for Ethereum. And then there won't be a, a huge then I think they could pull it off. If they if they agree on one five five nine, I think they can pull it off in the long run. Yeah, I mean the improved port- protocol is is questionable in and of itself. Uh, you know, we thought Ethereum was a decentralized right. blockchain. It's not. Turns out it's not, right? Yeah. The right. devs want to they they want to force a takeover on changing Ethereum. Okay, well, there's going to be some backlash to that if you're. It's kind of like being a hypocrite in this it case, is. right? It is. It's it's not decentralization. But you, you're saying we're going to set up this voting system, and this voting system is our law. This is what we. This is our our mantra. Right. And then they go and say, "Well, we're just going to do what." we want to do anyway since we have access to the code <laughs> that's just that's just really funny actually <laughs> but it's but that's that's still not really necessarily true sure they have access to a code but it's up to the miners to it to include right. the updates or not right it's up to each individual miner so i guess it's coming down to pools which pools support it and which pools don't and I don't know how credible it is, but I also read that more 
Ethereum 2.0 is being staked daily than is being mined, which could be true. There could be a low amount of Ethereum being mined daily. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure, but it's going to be a mess. There's uh, there's too many competitors in the space now, and they're so whaled up, <clears throat> centralized at the top. You've got so many deep pockets that do not want proof of stake. Mm-hmm. I don't see it going off without a hitch. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I have no no doubt in my mind that these these are some of the best developers in the world. The Ethereum developers, they can pull it off. They can do it. Um, without a hitch, I doubt it. Yeah, no, you, you it make could it end up being a hard, hard fork. Yeah, it, it has to be because yeah, what yeah. they're doing is they're yeah. essentially uprooting their entire system to follow a new protocol. Yeah, and they're telling the miners that if if uh, if Ethereum then becomes not profitable to mine, just go mine a different coin. That's what they're saying. Yeah, because that's what, yeah, exactly, exactly. You know, it's like sharding Ethereum, but in a different way, you know. And- yeah, I showed up to the Ethereum, uh, one of the Ethereum events, and they hadn't asked me anything. Uh, the developers, a, a 2.0 event. And I asked, uh, you know, some uh, uh, miners disagree with 2.0. Are you just, uh, uh, you know, I thought, what about decentralization? I thought miners got the final say. And all he said was, we don't want to be dependent on miners. <laughs> that's not decentralization. That's not the way your system works. Yeah. That's not the law. Then that's what is the- this? <laughs> like miners were the thing that actually made you who you are. Right. <laughs> right. Miners are still transact uh, are still handling your transactions today. Yeah. Uh, miners are the backbone of the network. Yeah. I don't, I don't. <laughs> They're the ones who initially staked their own money on equipment to get this network up and running. And now now you want to make them obsolete and you want them to vote themselves obsolete? Here's the thing. Here's the thing. It's that I understand Ethereum. In the beginning, Ethereum made something new. Smart contracts became something huge in this world. Money, Money Legos. Exactly. But after a certain point, when the community experienced an entire market crash back in 2018 to finding out, right, that this was going to be a scalability problem and to sleep on it until now when it's like they're pushing right. for it, that's, that's the right. bad move. Right. That's right. the bad move. It coincides exactly with July, the next the next hard fork, the London fork or something. Next upgrade for 2.0 coincides exactly with Cardano's smart contracts being released. So they pushed it off all the way until Cardano, who has been meeting every deadline right. for years. So when Cardano says smart contracts are coming in July, smart contracts are coming in July. And... Uh, I'm just glad we have the foresight to, to to realize that you know the superior blockchains. And at the end of the day, when uh, make money or lose money in my investments, I choose to put my money on projects with technology under the hood. Yeah, um, it's not to say I don't think uh, Ethereum will be necessarily irrelevant. I think Ethereum will always be around, just kind of like Bitcoin, um, because it was it's got founders feet. You know, it's like it's it's it was there and it's got so much publicity already for it. Um, So I doubt it's going to phase. Right. So Dogecoin, Dogecoin's uh, sentimental. Uh, It will always be with us. Exactly. Ethereum will be sentimental, if anything. I mean, absolutely. And it will serve purposes and it will get better and more efficient. Uh, when there's less congestion on the network, as things improve, as miners move on to different, more profitable coins, yep. as it comes down in market cap, things will level out, and Ethereum will be a pretty cool network. Yeah, and it, you know, but but what Ethereum did for the world will always be amazing. Yeah, and and unforgettable.
Absolutely. Uh, you know, smart contracts and what has been built on Ethereum. You know, you really, it's really hard to knock what's, what, what is, you know, DeFi as we know it today. Yeah. But it's also hard to ignore that much better DeFi is already up and running on better blockchains. And speaking of Doge, I mean, we were talking about Elon earlier with Cardano and him mentioning about Doge um, <laughs> working with the developers. <laughs> Let's talk about that for a second, because this right, is kind yeah. of right. Didn't didn't the developers walk away from Doge? Right. Yeah. There's no real developer right now. It's it's a, no, it's flying no. free. <laughs> so In fact, speak. one of the co-creators called Elon a uh, basically a megalomaniac. Let's check that out. Right. This is this is kind of funny. Um, Did you pull up that tweet? This is uh, the Doge Coin co-creator takes swipe at Elon Musk yeah. drifter, but deletes the tweet later. Um, I'm sure he probably just got a whole ton of backlash for it, but I don't blame him. I mean, like this was. Uh, no, he said removing this in one minute. Yeah. So he called oh, it. That's a, it's right there. Yeah. Reminder, Elon Musk is and always will be a self-absorbed grifter. Removing I guess within that five minute window there, he got so many retweets and stuff. He's like, I'm deleting this. Yeah. Removing this in one minute is that's all I have to say. And I enjoy the quiet life. <laughs> and it got 90 hearts in that one minute. <laughs> Dude. Oh, that's so funny. I mean, check this out. P.S. SNL episode was cringe, bro. <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't very it wasn't funny. It wasn't at all. Uh, no. And I, it was actually awkward. And I, you know, I, I enjoy I enjoy good Saturday Night Live episodes when um uh, what is her name? What the female? One of the female uh, uh, stars on the show, on the cast from last season, hosted, and it was a great episode. <laughs> Look at this one. Oh, uh, Billy, when you made Dogecoin, did you try to consider energy usage, or was that not something you thought about? How can the dev community make Doge more efficient? I made Doge in like two hours. I didn't consider any. <laughs> <laughs> this just yeah, exactly just tells truth. you what Doge is all about. I mean, come on. <laughs> you want to make Doge the coin of the world? I mean, that's, that's, I love the, the prospect of using a meme because it's the internet. We all freaking love memes at the yeah. end of the day. It's, it's our way of being social. It, it's our way of representing emotions, right? I love memes for that. But this coin <laughs> is actually a meme of crypto and it has no real use case. It wasn't planned with foresight on how it's going to power the world. No, no, it was made on Reddit, on, yeah. on a channel on Reddit. And it's primarily uh, been used all these years exclusively on Reddit. Uh, yeah. Basically, Reddit's uh, Reddit's child uh, was right. Dogecoin. Yeah, uh, just pretty much abandonware picked yeah. up by uh, you know the community and held up as sacred. Just because, <laughs> just because uh, you know the early crypto community had a sense of humor. Yep, that's all that was. And those same people are, are probably still holding Dogecoin, and Dogecoin will always will will probably always go up. Yeah. And now we've got freaking copies of that one. You know, we've well, got newly got, newly Shiba Inu and Yeah, we got copies of the same smart contract over and over again. Right. Um, I mean, we've we've kind of taken a look into some of that, but what was really crazy the other day was this past Saturday, um, you know, I, I went over to uh work in Times Square. I live here in New York, uh, and I was working this like audio gig that was just uh you know, there was a performance outside and I'm looking at all the billboards and all of a sudden I am seeing all these advertisements. And one of them is Kishu, Kishu Inu, right? Yeah. This other freaking, look, it says the fastest meme coin to reach $1 billion market cap. That like, is just your stated goal is to just pump this meme coin. Yeah, That's the stated goal. We want to be the fastest one to pump to a billion market cap or whatever. 
Like, what? Um, this is what I have a problem with. Yeah, for sure. Having having projects like this. That is pyramid scheme. It's a pyramid scheme. And you get in early and get other people to buy in. The fucked up thing is this is in Times Square. This yeah. is the thing that actually makes the billboard. So there is no regulation right now. We're in such a gray area. Yeah. Times Square is just like, you got the money. You know how much it costs to really do this? I think it's like uh, 40K for like a day or something like that. That's, you know, I mean, just, I have I have these, the, the people, you know, people contact me. They want to make pump coins and they have to come up with millions of dollars in liquidity. Yeah. Just to create the pump coin at first. And that's always to me, that's backwards thinking. If you're providing a service. If you're yep. if you're meeting a need that's not being met in in this space, people will run to provide liquidity for your project. Yeah, you don't need to you don't need to pull it out of your ass. That's one one, one way you know it's a shit coin from the get go. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. If you got if you got to pay to get in, you know that that's a that's a red flag. Um, right. You know you you got projects like fucking Harmony One doing fucking yeah. fantastic things right now. Fantastic um, things doesn't need. The marketing hype. I don't think I've ever seen a fucking marketing ad for Harmony One ever. No, no, right? you don't see ads for good projects. <laughs> yeah, because they don't need it. The community, yeah. the community spreads it by word of mouth, and it's right. just and organic. You get free, uh, the most talented developers in the world come and work for you for free when you when you're doing the, the good projects. Exactly right. So, I mean, that one that one caught me by surprise. Um, Here's another one that's funny. Uh, you know, we got a little crypto punk, <laughs> you know, kind of floating around uh, in Times Square. I thought that was kind of cool. I didn't get a chance to see what exactly it was advertising there for. Um, but, you know, that was kind of cool. I thought, you know, more awareness, NFTs in the market is like yeah. starting to become a real thing. Um, just recently, one of these crypto punks um, sold for $14 million. That's just insane. It live. It, I saw. I saw the stream. It was insane. It was one of those, uh, you know, art auctions. Like, and right. they were selling fine art. Fine art. We're talking like uh, John Basquiat and stuff like that. You but, know, but no physical. Was a physical copy attached it was, to these it was NFTs? A, no. This is a fucking crypt, crypto punk, dude. Jesus just Christ. a crypto punk, an NFT, fucking JPEG, and it yeah. sold more than a fucking basket painting. Yeah. What the fuck, dude? <laughs> I Investor just ignorance, man. Oh my God. And you could see, you could see these investors, not only were they, um, not only were they like trying to bid on it, but they were trying to bid on it with their mouths closed and stuff. So then no, nobody sees what they're talking about <laughs> to their, cause they're on the phone with their, with their, you know, bidders and stuff like that. Oh my There's God. There's no aftermarket value for these NFTs. That, like, like people think there's going to be. I think you have to really play the long game if you're thinking about a, a crypto punk. This is like crypto were, punks. None of none of that. Like I, I never considered any of that to be worth anything into the future. Maybe some really really good digital artwork. If your if your artwork is great, it's pro it's probably going to appreciate in value. But all these little I don't even like they're squiggles and they're selling for for a bunch of money. They're just squiggles. Well, like these yeah. graphics are terrible that they're selling on these NFT marketplaces. I think I, I think crypto punks are are a little bit different in that sense, only because they are the first. Um, so because of that alone makes them valuable because of their place in history. Okay. Um, but the actual art, you know, of a lot of people, what they're making right now. I absolutely agree is worthless. It's not going to mean uh, it. Investors don't want Pokemon cards, but but some people do. Right. Yeah. Not everybody wants a Charizard, right? No. But the people who do want it, I they'll guess. Get, to get it. I guess. You know? I can't wait so. to see NFTs uh, enter the DeFi space, though. And we actually have physical NFTs, like turning your house into an NFT and selling it turning your car and boats into NFTs and putting them on decentralized marketplaces. Yeah. I mean, this up, is uh, putting them up for collateral uh, uh, to take out loans. Yeah. 
I mean, this is this is really true. There, this is the crypto revolution. I, I totally believe it. Twenty twenty one really is the Kickstarter to the crypto revolution. I believe. Um, be, be, you know, this this actual wave of what's happening right now is I think uh, it's changing get really, the game. I think we haven't even seen the weird yet. Like it's oh, been no. really crazy. I think it's about to get really weird, and regulation's going to come down hard. Yeah. But I think regulation is going to make the good projects pump because people are going to stop with the pump coins and Monero. start thinking, where's the technology? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah, that's why I'm mining Monero, dude. I'm just like, I, you know, if we're talking about like security and stuff like that, Monero is up the top, you know, right, um, right. it's just as good, you know, so I, I want to hard. Monero is hard crypto. Yeah, exactly. And with like everyone talking about what Elon Musk said, it's it's an electric car company. Like we have massive, massive firms yeah. with trillions trillions of dollars of assets under management who are taking positions in Bitcoin right now. I think we should be a little more concerned about what they're doing than what an electric car company says about it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it makes a lot of sense. Um, just uh, here, let me just double check over here real quick. I want to make sure that we're getting heard by our community. Um, so, hey, Gus says he can't hear us. Is there something we can check over there? Yeah, I'll check. Yeah, I've also got uh, I've also got this pre-recorded, so you know we could always upload this later. Um, that is not a problem. Be recorded, so you know, are we good? This later, that is not a problem. Maybe he just can't hear me. Let's just double check our okay. Setting. I see my uh audio input capture is not working, he can't hear me. I'm fixing it. Gotcha. Um, all right, thanks, Gus. Appreciate it. So, yeah, um, but talk, uh, I'll, I'll kind of, you know, start this off while you're figuring that out. But this, I started to see this uh, ad come up and I was just like, what's this one? Because this one's like a big billboard. I mean, this, we, we, we're looking at, you know, like, hey, this is the crypto revolution. Yeah, nice, fast, right, efficient, low fees and network. You got one exactly. working now. Yeah? Yeah. Nice. So All right, I'm back on you. So we've got fast and efficient, low fees and network and stuff like that. I'm like, okay, this is. Yeah. Ethereum light. That got okay. me a little excited. Oh too. shit. And then look, hold on. For all DeFi's and NFTs, Ethereum fork with POS. What? That's what, that's what we all want. With proof of stake. And then finally, bam, ether light. Oh, we were like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. I was like, is this Ethereum 2.0? And it, yeah, we're... <laughs> what do you think it is? Is it 2.0 or is it no? <laughs> yeah. It's an Ethereum token. It's an Ethereum token, but it's that's not a, Ethereum 2.0. That's a shot. Like, that's just mind boggling that they're going to, they're going to say that this is Ethereum fork. They call it, they're calling it a fork. It's a fork. I mean, maybe they plan to fork, but as as of now, I mean, I, I pulled up the white paper. I didn't read all the way through it, but it's an Ethereum token. Uh, I don't know if they plan to fork Ethereum later or what. But, but just like just like Shiba, oh, I'm sorry, Kishu, kind of had a billboard on. Times Square, right? It has no real relation to Shibu. Uh, no. And this Ether Lite, uh, if you click on source code, it takes you to a smart contract, which is similar to all the other pump coins. Yeah. So what the fuck is with this all these blatantly illegal coins on fucking Times Square? <laughs> this should be blatantly illegal. This is ridiculous. I don't even... All your DeFi and NFT, that's, all, that's false advertisement. Yeah, Absolutely. So ETL is Etherlight's network native token. It is used to run the network starting with the adopted proof of stake consensus mechanism, 
whereby staking ETL is necessary for one to become a public validator node. Hmm, I wonder where they got that idea from. In addition, ETL is used for network governance and payment of fees, participate in IBCO or ICO and be part of Etherlite. This is kind of crazy, right? I mean, it seems like they're saying that that is a coin that you buy for entry into a fork. Yes. But the, but if you look at the statistics, I don't know where you had it pulled up before, but it said creator, um, it's faceless creators. There's no faces behind it. Uh, it's, there's no KYC. It, it has one smart contract as the source code. It has all the signs of a pump coin. And it's, you know, it's right, right there next to uh, the other pump coin on Times Square. Yeah, Kishu. Yeah, so that's, this, this might be blatant, well put together site for false advertisement. I mean, is it even that well put together though? Developer friendly. Interoperability, high throughput, open source and high security. Yeah, I don't, I don't buy it one bit. I don't buy it either, but let's see what happens. God bless, uh, God bless them. If, they, if they're making a Ethereum 2.0 and they can do it quicker than everybody else and be a key player and provide the services we all desperately need, then God bless them, but I don't buy it. Yeah, this is, I think this is an attempt. This is kind of like a, uh, like a Bitcoin Cash or a, uh, yeah. you know, a, Ethereum Classic type of thing, you know, it, it's, it's its own coin. It's something completely different. It's not Ethereum it's not its own dev coin team. It's not the Ethereum dev team. It's something different. No, it's an, it's an altcoin built on Ethereum. Yes, exactly. So they're calling it proof of stake. They're calling it a fork of Ethereum. That's proof of stake. But they say right at the, right at the top, it's called, uh, not delegated proof of state. Is it delegated proof? Uh, Public validator nodes. Right before that, something proof of stake. It's, it's not. Consensus it, it adopted proof of stake. Adopted proof of stake. mechanism. Right. So, you know, it's not their original idea. You know what I mean? Uh, I mean, it, you know, the thing that got me was just like, dude, like this is absolutely fucking confusing for somebody. Somebody might decide to go into ether light because they're like, oh, I heard about Ethereum. Maybe this is it, you know? Right. And it's right. like, it's right there in your fucking face on Times Square. So I just, I, I got a little upset about that. I was just like, yeah. And Litecoin did well and is doing well. So people might assume Ethereum light would do well. Right. Right. That's another thing, right? Hey, oh, I heard yeah. of Litecoin. I've heard of Ethereum. Maybe this is something of the two, you know? Yeah. Um, Meanwhile, fucking key shoes fucking pumping one billion. <laughs> yeah, their mission, their stated mission goal is to pump as quick as possible, faster than any other coin has ever pumped. Right. And watch, uh, watch them succeed. <laughs> but I don't think. Uh, what's the what's the chart on that? I I doubt it. Uh, you want to pull that up? Yeah. Go ahead. Key shoe. Yeah, Kishu fucking finance, man. Little meme, big dream. <laughs> Kishu Inu is a community-focused decentralized crypto with instant rewards for holders. Join the moon mission. There's no button for source code on the on the uh, coin market cap. If you click on the contract, it should take me to a contract here. Nope. So they don't even give me that. There's no market cap reported on coin market cap. Are you doing a share screen so I can see real quick? Uh, no, I'm not. Hold on. Excellent. There we go. Yeah, there. Uh, <laughs> nothing's reported here. There's no source code there's no market cap there's no maximum supply that's a shit coin it's a shit coin it's a shit coin 
<laughs> it's, the, oh, it's the telltale sign of a shit coin. Let's look at Kishu. 100 quadrillion. Like, <laughs> yeah, 100 quadrillion, it says. That's crazy. It's on Coinbase. See if they have a market cap listed. No market cap on Coinbase or circulating supply, but it has 82 million 24 hour volume. That is crazy to me that it, that $82 million worth of investor money is going into a project with no reported um, market cap, circulating supply, anything that would tell an investor what kind of returns to expect. So what does that tell you about the market of people who are in crypto right now? It just tells me everyone's gambling right now from their right. houses, from their computers, from their smart, from their phones on anything and everything. I think, I think the whole situation of the pandemic really is coming to light here people are people are hearing that you can make fucking you know a ton of money with doge right matter of days and they're fomoing they're fomoing to the market into anything they're desperate so they're finding shit like kishu and they're putting their money in it right without without a without knowledge of what what where it's actually going and what it's being used for Right. And at any moment, right, that's fine, except the moment the rug gets pulled and now you're left with less than what you came with. And there's nothing you can do about it because the project, you know, so what do you do at that point? You know, it's like, well, shit, you know, that's kind of part of the reason why we kind of started talking about more of this stuff. And we decided to start doing a podcast because there's very few voices of reason in crypto when you first enter you hop on youtube start watching crypto channels and i mean the first thing that pops up is pretty much uh just i don't know how to just i don't know how to describe these guys just shows yeah uh tell you anything bullish and hide anything negative yeah about the coins that they personally hold most likely uh, I, I hope to see, I hope to see regulation come, which a lot of people cringe when I say that, yeah. but this, this has to stop, uh, this blatant pump coin shit has to stop. And I can't see them allowing it to continue much longer. I just think they haven't caught on to it yet, or they're making money off. So it, people are making a whole bunch. I don't want, I don't want to be part of having the answer for a big bag of money made off of shit coin like this. Um, right. Uh, you know, being an investor is one thing. Getting lucky, uh, you'll probably you're probably fine on your gains as long as you pay your taxes. But being a creator, being someone behind the pump of these things, you mm-hmm. might be in trouble. Like some people might be in some pretty big trouble. Yeah, uh, check this out. Coinbase. Uh, just a couple of days ago, May eleventh, May eleventh, Coinbase overtakes TikTok for number one position on Apple App Store. Briefly, but it did. Yeah, that's how many people are interested in crypto. Yeah, that's how many. You know, I will say this. The positive is we have more people in the space. So the more people get educated, the more people that want to explore, you know, they might be in it in the beginning because Shiba Inu or Kishu Inu or Dogecoin, you know, or any of these pump coins or SafeMoon. Right. They might be right. in it and hearing these coins and they go in like, OK, this is where I'm going to go. Um, they might get burned. They might leave. But there are others who might also say, OK, maybe that wasn't the right decision. Where should I go next? That actually is a good, good, good bet. And they'll find it because it's just like we've said before, why we don't hear anything from like Harmony One you know, on marketing or things of that nature or even you know, projects like Blank. That's another one. Uh, for a secure wallet. I mean, these are these are great projects that speak for themselves and that the community is going to, you know, it's going to resonate with with many people because it's a great idea that fills a need that needs to be solved. Right. Yeah, I, I, I feel safe putting my money into the good technology under the hood. I think regulation is going to come. And when it does come, the shit coins are going to dump and all that money is going to go and investors are all going to start thinking about what's under the hood of cryptos and all of the good projects are going to pump. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, you, you have this, 
um, you have this, you know, unsexy way of, you know, going about crypto, which is okay. Like, well, I'm going to invest in ADA. Yeah. ADA is like right. a slow moving fucking right. ox. It's a long game. Everybody wants <laughs> to, everyone wants to get rich tonight because they yeah. saw what, what their friend did with, with, with their $500 in Dogecoin right before a lucky Elon tweet. And now he's got 60 K, you know, yeah. you know, that's what people, people are impatient. Yeah. Everyone wants and, that quick pump. And we're, talking about, we're talking about like long-term is like a year. Yeah. Yeah. Long, long, <laughs> long like term is three mind months. Blowing. It's mind yeah. blowing how short of a term that is. I mean, like yeah. I, I complain about the damn seasons going by so fast. Yeah. So, you know, long-term in crypto is a very short time. Yeah. And, I mean, you, you, you gotta be thinking the long, long term. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, these, these coins, they're, they're not, they're not going to give, you know, the crazy big pumps as maybe like a Shiba Inu with those gains, if you get in early enough, but what you're getting out of it is something, yes, that's definitely more stable and actually has a use case in the future. Uh, which means that the gains you make are likely to stick around. So, you know, we have, you know, situations with Bitcoin, you know, hey, Bitcoin went up to 60K and now it's dropped down to 42K because of freaking Tesla and Elon. But guess what? People who still fucking invested in Bitcoin a while back, they're still fucking up, dude. <laughs> they're yeah. up, you know, so way up. they're yeah. way up. So it, it's not it's not going to bite you in the butt, you know, if you, if you go with something that's tried and true. Right. No. Yeah. Bitcoin's um, going to go back up. Yeah. I mean, easy and, Bitcoin. Yeah. I, if, I, in my, in my humble opinion, Bitcoin's going to overtake gold, you know, yeah, for sure. Yeah. With the market cap. Yeah. We're at, because we're it's at, only, it's a matter of time because Bitcoin can grow indefinitely and gold can't. It's just got, it's fair. Exactly. So it exactly. can't compete. Right. So we have, um, you know, maybe might maybe not in this bull run, but we're talking about maybe two, maybe three, four years, definitely. You know, like it's gonna be all the rage about it. So if you're investing well, in Bitcoin now, it's like okay, it may not be the most sexiest of returns, but you're still gonna get fucking good returns, even in a really good, yeah. Same with Cardano and all the good projects now, you know, the, the market caps are pretty big already. Right. But there's so much opportunity out there in mid caps. Good. There's good small caps out there. And it, it's, you know, it's a good thing to put, you know, none of this is financial advice, but, you know, it's a good thing to put the majority of your portfolio into the tried and true cryptos right. that are going to give the slow but sure gains. And really when we're talking slow in crypto, that's fast for the, for the, for the average market. We're talking slow in crypto. We're talking only 200, 300% a year, only 300, three X a year. Yeah. <laughs> so compare that, compare that to your 0.3% APY on your, on your savings yeah, on account your, <laughs> or what the S S and P goes up in a year. Bank. It's laughable how fucked we're getting by these banks. Yeah, even on even on S and P's record year, I don't know what it is, but it can't even come close. Yeah, to any to any of Ave went up a hundred thousand percent in a year. <clears throat> let's bring let's take a moment for those life changing gains. Yeah, yeah, yeah that means if you put one dollar in, you got a hundred thousand dollars next year. <laughs> yeah, God bless you, whoever has it. Right. You know, I mean, uh, it's a good project. I recognized it right away. Yeah, absolutely. The borrowing and lending. Absolutely. Like yearn, yearn's holding up very well. Have you noticed that? No, let's go to the chart. You got it. Yearn's holding up very well. And Yearn only has, Yearn has 48,000 maximum supply. So each coin is $66,000. Yeah. Do you mind sharing real quick? Yep. All right. 
So that's YFI. Yep. And Yearn put in some incredible gains. It's only a governance token for the Yearn ecosystem for the Yearn DeFi ecosystem. That's all it is. But there's so much money in that ecosystem, and these uh, DeFi big players, these whales with so much money in crypto, mm -hmm. they this is this is valuable to them because they get to make the decisions on where where the protocol where all their money is in where uh you know what changes get made what new um automated market making strategies get adopted and what don't but but yeah yearn has done incredibly well from bottom to top and it had a fair launch believe it or not a fair launch where the creator didn't get any tokens wow. uh, the, for himself at all uh everyone everyone equally had a fair chance to just buy the tokens wow i don't know why it's not giving me the tool here but i mean it does i guess it hasn't done as well as a lot of other cryptos we're up 565 percent in a little over half a year <laughs> which <laughs> which is funny that we say that's not much <laughs> You talk, you talk, tell that to any guy on Wall Street and like, fuck. Yeah, that's not, <laughs> you know, and I think that's what gets people impatient in crypto. Mm -hmm. uh, because, you know, this is, this is the stock, this is the stock market. It, it goes, I don't know why I can't get a, that's uh, because the color of it. You know, the stock market kind of steadily does this, but the crypto market does this. And, you know, you make a lot more gains, but it's way more volatile. Yeah. The average, the average person can't hold on to crypto for more than three days. Coinbase has shown us those statistics. That's insane. It is insane. <laughs> that's, that's paper hands for you. <laughs> That is paper hands. The majority people. of people in this market are paper hands. Right. Let's take a look at this. Uh, a lot of a lot of our viewers are interested in Atari. Let's take a look at this Atari investor report. Sure. Because they talk about the crypto. And we um we actually pointed out uh something on the Atari token Twitter page, right? The yeah, the, the uh, Phantom. Yeah, we were we were looking at we was there was some speculation about that, but it's kind of um, it's kind of looks like looking like it's becoming a real thing. Uh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's, it's that that probably explains a lot with the AMA um, that you had you know discussed with the uh, with the CEO because that information of you know well we're not going to uh, make it divisible yet the token. Right. Um, you know, I, you know, my, my, my opinion is just that it's, they're trying to make it as simple as possible to transfer right. over to a new blockchain. Um, you know, I could be wrong in that front. It could be totally. No, I think there's, I think they're merging over. I think they're switching to phantom because during the AMAs, uh, you know, we've been waiting months. They've been saying for months that they're just, that they're, that they're making the token divisible, which is one line of code. I mean, it should have been divisible from the get-go. They did something wrong, apparently. But I think they made a mass. I think they realized they made a massive mistake choosing Ethereum because Atari committed to paying all gas fees. Uh, you know, <laughs> it's coming out of their pocket right now. Yeah, and they're coming like, out of their pocket. <laughs> yeah. So we got to pause everything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, oh my God. Yeah, it makes so much sense. But yeah, I'm sharing here. They they uh they lit up. ICICB, that's the investment company uh, behind behind Atari here for the blockchain. So they're showing the Atari logo, and then it says ICICB there. Yep. And what is that, is that uh, Phantom, the Phantom logo on top. Yep. So you have the investor, the blockchain, 
and the company all on i don't know this is one of the biggest buildings or the biggest building it's the tallest building in the world it's the tallest building in the world they lit up atari yeah phantom blockchain the Burj phantom, phantom is a great blockchain yeah how much you want to bet that in their private meetings while they're sipping on cocktails they're like Fucking Ethereum and shit, you know, fucking paid all these high gas fees. And yeah, shit. right. <laughs> right. And they're like, yeah, well, fucking come over here, man. Like, we've got all the money in the world in Dubai. Yeah, that's why token swaps aren't working right now. And it's all paused because they're like, let's just get this uh, switch over with. Yeah. And, you know, we're not paying all these fees to, yeah. to, to distribute all these tokens. We're just going to distribute these tokens on because in the AMA, the CEO came in to answer the question, why are the tokens not divisible yet? Yeah. And he said, now is not the time. He said, there will be a portal and a simple swap. Right. So that to me sounds like a migration mm -hmm. to a different uh, blockchain. So, so you uh, deposit your Ethereum Atari and you'll get airdropped the, the Phantom Atari. Yeah. Which Phantom's a great blockchain with great developer tools. They are smart for using this. And it's based in Dubai and the CEO just spent a couple of weeks in Dubai. And uh, I'm, sure, I'm sure they made the deals. And this is a really bullish thing at the very bottom of the financial report where they talk about blockchain here. They said at, uh, uh, fiscal year 2021, 2022 priorities, the Atari blockchain pursue new listings of Atari token on tier one exchanges. Tier one exchanges means Binance, KuCoin, Coinbase. That's tier one. Shit. Yeah. Tier, no. two, you know, tier two is... When that shit comes up, it's going to blow. Yeah, when Atari pops up on Binance or KuCoin or Coinbase, or all three all at once, I'm assuming... Because Atari can make that happen. Yeah. I mean, if they you probably want to coincide it. it with their consoles coming out all at the same time. And the Atari metaverse is almost finished. You know, they got a lot of stuff. And I think they just want to release it all at once and make now, a loud, loud noise. Yeah. And the market caps at 130 million. Yeah, guys. And also, we just want to say, like, I mean, this is not any financial advice, but no, we're just pointing out. This is all speculation. You know, I mean, this, but I mean, the signs are there, aren't they? We're pointing out an example of, you know, you come, come into this market, you're fresh to the, you're fresh to crypto. If you're looking for the pump, like, like Shiba Inu and Dogecoin, this is what, this is what you should be looking for is these small projects with faces and companies and names behind them, willing to take liability, right. uh, you know, actual actual work being done done behind it with actual technology and promise and atari's one of them it's it's a name brand name you know i'm not going to pitch it you know do your own research but i will go over what they say about the atari token uh, blockchain in the investor report right after the portion where they say expanding in casino games down here um uh, license uh, launch of licensed cryptocurrency casino into central land, which happened in April, 2021. And they further, and how about the hotels? Atari themed hotels. That's amazing. That's yep. just another thing they're doing, which is crazy. They really turn their, their, their money, their financials around. If you look at the books. So here's the Atari token. It says create an Atari eco. Let me make this full screen says uh create an atari ecosystem on the blockchain offering brand marketing and revenue opportunities games on the blockchain fees exchanges etc investments and other projects paid in tokens so they're gonna do so they plan on allowing people i assume that means uh what, what do you call it uh dev mining uh app mining you build for tokens you build on the blockchain for tokens. So they're going to pay people, to, the community, to build projects, just like Project Catalyst does for Cardano. Right. So that's cool. Investments in other projects paid in tokens. That sounds like uh, community-funded projects. And sale of tokens. 
tools, Atari token already released, wallet final testing in progress. Thank God. Mm-hmm. Atari exchange under under development. I mean, they've got a lot of the functions working in that wallet. We've been using it. Yep. We can't uh, fucking get our fucking <laughs> coin yeah. exchange right now, but it's yeah. fine. I'll, I'll take it for now. As long as I got I hate that website. I, I can't stand that website. Anyway, <laughs> games, casino licenses, ICICB, Decentraland, oh. uh, Maka license, Sandbox license, Zed Run horse races, additional Ooh. negotiations, developments in progress. You know, how, you know how big horse races are. Yeah. Yeah. Oh so my God. Did you check yeah, the website was, out for Zed races? I did. Yeah, Zed Run's going to be huge. Dude. Oh my God. The fact that Atari's involved in that is amazing. Yeah. So they got. Atari blockchain ecosystem currently has established a strong early mover position through partnerships with the most leading blockchain gaming projects, Atari and Sandbox Metaverse. That's awesome. Zed Run Digital Horse Racing run entirely by Atari and Atari Casino in Decentraland, which we've all seen by now. Yeah. And this is all going to be accessible through the VCS console, which is crazy. I mean, the really, console is essentially just a computer. They explain here, yeah, it's 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 a it's a Linux computer with uh, upgradable yeah. components, so you can run your games as fast as you want. Uh, they're really pushing here. There's some sort of they're talking about. Let me just read it. Uh, Atari NFTs sales of non fungible tokens have exploded with over two billion of transaction volume in Q1 2021. <laughs> Uh, digital art Beeple auction at Christie's raising 69 million sports yep. NBA top shots with over 500 million sales in first six months, 800,000 users collectibles, crypto punks as new status symbols for the crypto rich <laughs> virtual, virtual land. Like I'm really that. bullish on virtual land in the sandbox, oh, decentral land, crypto voxels. Uh, the land had record sales in Q1. Uh, yeah. because that's that's a limited resource oh I'm, I'm i'm really bullish on that project ovr you ever check that out no dude it's it's augmented reality real estate nice. so you can do nfts and and you know literally own uh virtual land in the real world though so it's 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 actually mapped to the world it's kind of freaking amazing dude this is crazy this is absolutely bullish on this front yeah, yeah. with atari absolutely man. at 20 cents a coin right now 130 million ah. market cap oh my god it's going to it's going to the hundreds of billions like like 99 sure it's going yeah. to the hundreds of billions and i think even in 10 years it could be a trillion and i guess they have yeah yeah for sure in less than 10 years if it really picks up i guess there's a presentation coming up let me see. It's set it in here. This is in preparation to a, it's coming up on the 21st, I believe. Yeah, I, I'll definitely let you guys know uh, when that event is coming up. But there's an uh, investor event coming up. Yeah, we gotta we gotta keep tabs on all this stuff, and we're gonna we're gonna constantly keep you guys updated, yeah. um, guys. By the way, this is this is our first podcast here for Crypto Lodge. Uh, Jesse's been kind of uh, managing the the wheelhouse of Crypto Lodge um, all this time, but you know, we decided we kind of came together might give a little bit more content, um, you know, something that we can all engage in. So let us know in the comments section if you guys think, uh, you know, you like this stuff. Uh, give us a thumbs up or let us know. Um, it, it'll give us uh, some feedback on on how we can proceed further. So, um, but Jesse, I, I think, is there anything else you, on your mind that you, you want to you talk about for our viewers before we kind of wrap up today? I just want to point out how cool it is that 100 people came over from the, the short-lived YouTube channel of Crypto Lodge over to the telegram, which is pretty cool. Uh, I'm not looking if anybody's even watching now. I'm sure, uh, I'm sure we're gonna, uh, our audience is gonna find us again. Yeah. Because uh, we, we, we grew really fast uh, for our YouTube channel. 
that started at nothing. Like I had no Twitter follow. I I had zero Twitter followers. You know, I had no other social media accounts to kind of say, hey, everybody come check me out. I just kind of started from scratch. And within four months, I had, uh, you know, 1,200 dedicated uh, people that would come watch live streams. Right. Every night, odd hours of the night. It was uh, it was good fun, and we're gonna return to that. Yeah, sure. and uh, I'm I'm super excited about doing this. Um, I can't wait to see more of you know what we talk about and all the content that we've got coming up. I think it's keeping up with crypto is gonna be just <laughs> challenging and of itself. Yeah, but for sure. I got faith in uh, Crypto Lush to give us um, you know all the necessary news and and the walkthroughs on how to how to navigate the space. So uh, yeah. You know, until next time, guys, uh, this has been a, a real pleasure. Uh, my, again, my name is Ken Candelis, and uh, this is Jesse. Um, you find us at t.me slash the Crypto Lodge. That's our telegram. And that's pretty much the only destination for right now uh, until we get our act together here and get all the links up and running. And there's a weekly newsletter. A lot of links are pinned on the telegram if you want to join all the other social networks now if you're that excited <laughs> absolutely but uh we'll be doing this every single week at the same time me and ken awesome ken yeah. and i until next uh, time until next time see you guys later